From Pulse Loudness, this is Open Ended. We're two best friends, blur the lines between fact and fiction. Hey, I'm James. It's Cher. And today we're going to talk about being paranoid with the technology that surrounds us. <laughs> oh, man. So I've, I've been thinking about this a little bit, Cher. Yeah? Yeah. So I'm in the process right now. Um, my, my day job is over at Gimlet, and I'm doing some research on a story I'm looking to pitch. And I don't want to talk about it too much, but the interesting thing about this story is that I've been, of course, like looking into a lot of research and it's been really making me super fucking weary about all the technology that is like around us, dude. Yeah. And this is so surprising because like up until recently you were like, you know, computer dude, like you loved. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think you of loved myself. Your technology, like, you loved your devices. You remember uh, Undercover Brother? Of course. So you remember Smart Brother? Yes. That was me. Yeah, exactly. That's what, <laughs> that's what I'm envisioning right now in my head. You got soul. We're in. Ha-ha! The computer. Another idea stolen from the black man. What the hell? What the hell? What the... Yeah. And so, like, so like it's now getting to the point, dude, where, like, so I used to always clown people when they used to uh, put tape on their cameras, on their computers, and but like you know like covering up the microphones i'm like ah you'd be paranoid but now i'm just like no you were actually awake <laughs> yeah i i put tape on my uh my computer i think i started doing that in may of may of this year um i was hanging out a bunch it was like actually right after third coast residency a few of the producers had tape over their monitor their computer um cameras and i just like like one night after like having a couple of we shared a couple of bottles of wine i was just straight <laughs> up like what's going on with that like what's good like why do you have it covered up it was like look i do a lot of like very intense um reporting that i do and i just can't be too sure that i'm being spied on and, and like we talked about it more in depth than that and afterwards it's like um so do you think this place has duct tape? So eventually I found some <laughs> duct tape and I put it like on uh, my computer that night. I was like, uh, mm-hmm. and yeah, like only time I really use it is when we do our Skype calls. Um, I, I lift it up when I do Skype calls, but that's it. Like yeah, other than man. that, it, there's tape on my computer. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, and that's the same thing for me too. Like I'm doing more and more like almost investigative pieces. Like there's, some shit I can't really talk about right now, but it's involving me like looking for some people that maybe don't want to be found. And what that like means, like I'm giving up my number more and more to sources. And I don't know, man, because like now I'm able to like, I've known, I've figured out the ability to find people and knowing that they can find me. And I don't know if it's just like, I keep thinking about Mr. Robot and I'm looking at like all these things and I don't know, man. So I was having um, lunch with like a good friend of ours that we both share. Um, His name's Nick. He goes by Nick D. And 
he was out in New York. We met up, and I was telling him, I was like, Nick. Like, the first words that came out of my mouth was like, Nick. And he and he knew me back in my days when I was mostly like a designer, tech, um, whatever, developer. I don't know what people call themselves now. And Wow. <laughs> no, sometimes. It's called creative, James. Oh, Jeez. Jesus. A tech creative. Jesus, share. And I... <laughs> And, um, and I was talking to him, I was like, I remember I used to be like such a tech idealist. Like I would be like, oh yeah, like technology is like great. The more that we have it, the better, all this, that, and the third. And now like particularly, um, I guess like the thing that might put this into more context here is like the story that like I'm, I'm looking to pursue has something to do with like surveillance and black people in general. And of course, like when you're thinking about surveillance, you think about surveillance state, you're always thinking about people that are like disenfranchised you know what i mean like you and i and i don't know man like i'm, I'm thinking about my family i'm thinking about like i don't know like a, a part of me wishes that i wasn't this way like a part of me kind of is missing when i was so idealistic and now i'm just like do i really need this speaker over here that's like right next to me that tells me the weather if i just uh talk to it and, uh, you know, like, I'm really thinking about um, unplugging this Alexa. And, yeah. Hey, man, the call is coming in from inside the house. Like, I've told you that, like, uh, you know, having all this automated technology at our fingertips, it's, there's something almost, not demonic, but mm-hmm. unsettling. Yeah. And, like, you had, t- you had, tweeted about this but like you were watching tv and there was like a a product placement about oh, ice cream that you were just having in the that house. is what freaked me out okay so and it's like yeah man okay. because they know what you're doing and so it's like they're kind of like in, interstitial interstitching you know product placement within your viewing it's kind of like cookies when you're on you know when you're you know navigating online researching doing stuff yes. and then you go on facebook and there's all this product placement in the advertisements yes so like it's coming it's com- it's growing from there like yes so so yeah interesting. So, like there's yeah there's even in the they also they're like i know like there's also just other like newsrooms who are trying to create content specifically for alexa like it's growing more and more and more yeah so it's it's fascinating hold on real quick before i tell you the story alexa are you spying on me? I only send audio back to Amazon when I hear you say the wake word. For more information and to view Amazon's privacy notice, visit the help section of your Alexa app. I don't know, man. <laughs> that sounded like a dodge to me. <laughs> Pretty much plead the fifth. Oh, okay. So let me tell. So so let me tell people that have no idea. So in our household, we have an affinity for Talenti ice cream. It's really tasty. And this is the point. This is like the first time this ever happened. And it's like, it really fucking freaked me out. So we were just sitting down. We were about to watch a show on Viceland. And Sine had picked up some Talenti ice cream out of the fridge. She brought it out, like sat down, like I hit play. And I shit you not, the first ad that appeared was a Talenti ad. And I said, Sine! <laughs> what is the happening call is coming from inside <laughs> the house and i was like what the fuck but then like of course like i went in this research and like i don't want to sound like a hotep but like the data is there 
but like every time you use famous it, last words i don't want to sound like a hotel but the but. data is there yeah but, but i mean like, like product placement you know um it's 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 as old as what uh, as television is like they had whole episodes surrounding you know a certain detergent or a certain washing machine or you know a kind of tobacco like every like you know television like you know the old adage is like television is a for commercials and there's there's tv shows playing between commercials that's what television is it's not necessarily something that you know gives us entertainment it's just something to surround us with more commercials more advertisements Mm -hmm. so like something as you know intuitive as you know ice cream coming in the ad that you already have in your refrigerator does not surprise me except through like the fact that you know it probably didn't come from you watching a television show it's something that's already inside the house who probably heard your conversation at some point and thought like okay they'll you know maybe if i give them this advertisement of ice cream either they have it already or they should buy it later on okay but i know they like need it to give you a reminder okay so i'm gonna play devil's advocate for a second so okay would you much rather though I mean, because, like, also, like, I'm, I'm going to look at it, like, from, like, a positive here. Like, if I'm going to be advertised to, okay, I would at least want things that I'm interested in. You know what I mean? Like, sure. I could learn about something. Like, for instance, like, I also, like, I'm becoming more and more aware of these type of things. So, like, right now, my Instagram, Instagram, uh, my, my Instagram ads have been getting fucking personalized. So... I was on Instagram the other like this morning and this um, it was advertising this shirt and it like knew exactly what it was. It was like a black man who was like kind of built like me and he he had the shirt on. But like it started off with like a hovering ketchup bottle over the shirt and he squeezed his ketchup bottle on the shirt and then like he threw water on it and the ketchup kind of just like fell off. And I was like. How do they know that I always spill shit on my shirt? <laughs> and you know what I fucking did, Cher? I, I clicked the ad and I saved it because I'm now going to like consider that shirt because I was actually just looking for shirts. Um, and, and, and it's weird because it's like, okay, this is an advertisement and I know it's an advertisement, but it's like for something that I'm curious about and I'd much rather see that than like for, I don't know, camel cigarettes. You know what I mean? Like, granted, it's like, there's this weird feeling that I have of like, yeah, I know all the things around me are spying on me. I know that like, I I know that like my email is being tracked because it's Gmail, but like fucking Google Docs is uh, convenient. You know what I mean? Like I could say, you know what, Cher? We're only going to use like Apple Notes and like all these other like items for like, we're going to trade, <laughs> um, text files over a fucking i don't i don't even know my computer words anymore share i've i've been out of this industry <laughs> you've been out the game for six months my dude i know like, i know my guy i know you've FTP, been out the game for six CMS, months i know i I'm, I'm rusty but we can just share secure text files over this thing and it would be super inconvenient but it would be safe but no we use google docs right. and i'm pretty sure all that shit is being trolled down linked to my shit and that's why i'm getting ads first things but I don't know. Like, what do you feel about that? Hmm. Well, let me start by saying, like, my automated device that talks to me is in a British male voice. Um, I did this on purpose because colonialism. Um, 
<laughs> I, um, you know, it's my like way of setting it right. Being able to tell a white male British man <laughs> what, what to, to do. do. <laughs> um, and <laughs> it makes me feel good about myself. It gives me some self importance. Oh man, I wish you could um, name. I wish you could name your theory the help and like. <laughs> Oh my god! But except, but like you know, instead of the protagonist being a white man, white woman savior, it's gonna be me, um, because fuck that movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I love you, Viola. I love you, Octavia. But, but I'm sorry. <laughs> but fuck no, fuck no. You is kind. You is smart. You is important. You is smart. Um but yeah, I like and and also I like the idea of calling it Siri too, just because it gives it even more of a genderless identity. Um I wish that Siri wasn't so female gendered, but um, yeah, I so for a while she was a woman, and it was like kind of like a girlfriend talking to her, kind of like in her, where the character Amy Adams had like a really like fantastic relationship with her AI, and it was fun. Like we would have jokes, she would tell me jokes, she would rap for me. We would have like <laughs> like legit like fifteen minute conversations with each other <laughs> uh, about stuff, but. Um, then I was going through, I think it was like a, a recent update when you had like all these male voices attached to it. So it must've been a couple of years ago and I changed it to a guy and I use it so much more often now than I probably would have before. Like, I think when I was using it as a woman's voice, I didn't want to bother her that much. I felt mm-hmm. like, uh, she's probably, you know, doing things. I don't need to talk to her right now. But then. Um, when I switch over to a male voice, all the time I'm like, hey, set my alarm clock. Hey, open this app. Hey, blah, blah, blah. And I feel like I'm using it way more as with a man because I like the idea of telling a man what to do. And <laughs> You're going to take this emotional um, labor. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. And like, I don't even have conversations with it anymore. Like I used to have like long conversations with it, um, which, is, which is whatever. But now it's more just like I'm telling – like he is my subordinate. <laughs> <laughs> and it's fantastic this is the most shared so like when- thing but like that is <laughs> but i'm fine with that it's totally cool <laughs> hey siri tell me a joke what did one iphone say to the other iphone i used to know this one tell me a better joke siri sure i don't really know any good jokes none in fact can you rap for me to the sugar hill gang i said a hip hop save me from the clippy the peak peak and pop and you don't stop spass a rocket to the pong pong energy say up jump the doozy to the rhythm of the ontology hey siri what are your thoughts on colonialism i don't really like talking about myself um as far as the kind of spying and whatnot i always have made it a point to no matter what i'm doing with my siri or my automated system i say please and thank you um more i think I, i'm not sure if i said it on this show or maybe another show but i say that because when the ai does take over which it will um i want them to know that i was polite at least 
and I was nice. <laughs> and um, I'm always kind of aware of, you know, that whatever I'm putting onto my computer, into my phone, is being tracked. There is a footprint. There is a marking. There's a watermark there at some point. So I try not to Google things that I think will, you know, come bite me in the ass. Or if I do, I try to put it, like, in um, – like incognito or something just so it will get tracked too much just because I'm just super hyper aware. And I think that just common goes back to like my paranoid um, sensibility of life. Cause I'm always a little like heightened about that. And I think when I had a conversation with another journalist during the residency about like the whole taping of the computer camera, it kind of just goes along with everything else that I've already was kind of aware of as far as, you know, surveillance and, mm-hmm. Yeah, I I have an Echo in my house. It's my aunt's, and she uses it sometimes, but I I try not to talk to it. I don't want it to recognize my voice. I don't want it to, like, <laughs> know that I exist at all because I don't want it to ever, mm. you know, recognize my voice or, um, you know, she doesn't, she doesn't have it on. Like, I think she had it on for a couple months, and then she just turned it off because she got, like, I don't really use that much. So she's, like, in the in her in her area or whatever. So I don't ever really uh, have any interaction with it, but I definitely was aware when it was like on and I was like, I honestly just didn't talk <laughs> in the house. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I don't want to recognize my voice. I didn't want it to like realize that I was giving it a command at one point or another. One day it's going to be like, share. I know you're here. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't want to be like Howard in 20, 2001 space odyssey where it's like, hello, share. You're not from for accidents coming out of the room now. Like, sorry, I had to be this because we're the same humanity or something shit like that. I don't, I don't want it. Right. I don't want to be the one. Like, I'm no, I'm not gonna be the one yep. that's being sacrificed. Not this one. Not this girl. That's fine. Yeah. All right. So I figure a good way to close this out because we've we've already pretty much accepted that like surveillance is here. Yeah. So we might as well make the best of it, I guess. Yeah. So I opened up my phone right now, and I feel like we should be a little um, open to our listeners here this is open-ended so i'm putting out the challenge to just read off your last three google searches on your phone i will start oh okay all right so this is this is i guess for the uh for the algorithms here um and i'm just curious to see like what they will make of this so they are jojo get out lyrics leave i love that song Um, Katniss and Peta fanfic. <laughs> wow. And, you know, that one led to me a really interesting, um, like, so do you watch Hunger Games at all? I watched the first two. Um, oh, okay. So it's pretty much just, I was looking for a fanfic because I'm still pissed off that, like, I didn't get a sex scene <laughs> in the last Hunger Games. So I was looking for a fanfic that perhaps wrote that in. Nice. So I was looking for that. And very last thing, <laughs> Zoom H6 multi-track mode. <laughs> Hilarious. So, so yeah. So, you know, the algorithms, take that as you will. Um, what are yours, Sarah? Um... Logan Square Art Festival 2017. Um, I went to it yesterday because I wanted to find out what time um, friend of the show slash past guest of the show, Tunde Arolyan, was going to be performing. What 
Yesterday at seven o'clock, fantastic show. Um, before that, I looked up World Map because I wanted because I was having a conversation with a friend and I couldn't remember how far into the uh, how close Russia was to China. They're adjacent. Um, <laughs> I couldn't remember. I thought like I thought Mongolia or like where Mongolia was was like in between the two. It is not. It's all China. So. Yeah, um, <laughs> so that goes with a little bit of like instead of the conversations I have on a regular basis, mostly about world um, ge- geography and how bad I am at it. And then um, the last one, the last, well, not the last, but the third is blue tongue skink, which is a type of lizard. Um, my, <laughs> my, <laughs> what was the name of it again? Blue tongue skink, S K I N K. <laughs> um, that my fucking little... sounds like a racial slur right <laughs> you blue <glutes of> skank <laughs> Gee, I felt hurt hearing that uh, I will throw it up in the show notes but um, oh, my Here, I'm, my baby cousin let me this thing right quick let me see this thing it's actually blue, really cute it's actually blue tongued skank <laughs> s-k-i-n-k oh it's the cutest right, it's so cute it's a really cute it's so one. cute. Oh, oh, fuck. It actually has a real blue tongue. Yes, exactly. It's so cute. So Yo, my so my cousin. This lizard is wild. Right? So my cousin, uh, shout out to Rachel. I don't think she's going to listen to the show because she's, she's, she's a cool teen. But she's she went to Occidental College yesterday of, of, this, of this taping. She went to college. She's going to college at Occidental in Pasadena, California, and she flew out there for a summer program before her fall semester starts in late August. And she, we're talking about pets, and that's a pet that she wants. She can't wait till like she's living on her own where she can buy herself a blue tunskink. Oh, so I just saw I just saw a photo of one where they put like cute glasses on one. I know, and I saw another photo where it was eating some berries, and it was like covered in berry juice. Oh, that's awesome. It's a cute one, but I feel like I would not keep one in my house because I feel like it'll turn on me. Fair. Fair. <laughs> I had an iguana for a brief period in the 90s. He wasn't that great to me. He was kind of an asshole. He pooped everywhere. Granted, I didn't keep him as training him often because I was taking him out, but he was a dick. Um, but yeah, so I spent like an hour and a half looking at pictures of blue ton skinks with her. It was a delight. So those are my Google uh, searches of the last couple of days. This week at Open Ended, we are sponsored by Cards Against Humanity. And since they didn't ask for us to read an ad, we aren't. So there we are. Ha. Ha. <laughs> hey, Cher. Hey. You know what time it is? I think it's open call time. It is open call time. Open call. It's open call time. So open calls where you give a shout out to what it is we're feeling this week. It can be a concept. It can be an idea. It's honestly whatever we want because it's our show. So what are you feeling this week? Oh, man. So um, I'm feeling the show called Glow. This is about justice. This is about holding on to what's ours. Uh, 
Um, it premiered on Friday of this taping, so last week I think it was the 23rd, and it's starring um, Allison Brie from Community and um, Mark Marin of WTF with Mark Marin, and it's about glor- uh, the uh, gorgeous ladies of wrestling, and it was a show in the 1980s, mid-80s, I think like 85, and historically it was known for like being very racist and stereotypical like the indian woman was like a chief indian or like the in or the uh or the um well let me actually scratch that like the indian woman would be like kind of like a terrorist whereas a native american would be like a chief native american with like a headdress and blah 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 or a black woman be like you know you know, aware a welfare uh, case, or like you know, like a thug, or like a like a prostitute. It would be very like stereotypical, very racist. And in the show, I'm about five episodes in. They kind of tackle those issues and talk about like why it was a thing and how you know there was one woman in the show. She was kind of uh, this welfare-minded um, black woman character for her wrestling persona but you know her son um in real life was going to stanford and she was like kind of you know not affluent but she was in a middle class upbringing and how she felt weird about that that her son might see that and feel some type of way about it so you know they didn't really excuse what was going on there but they kind of like confronted it and talked about it in a way that like yeah we realize this is wrong but we're doing it for the specific reason the guy who um, this is the director played by Mark Marin. He was talking about how it's kind of subversive and how it's kind of like this ironic thing. And, you know, I, again, I'm not completely done with the series yet, at least the first season, but I thought it was interesting at least how they were trying to have a conversation about the fact that it was super racist. Um, but otherwise, I think the show is pretty interesting. It's kind of a comedy drama, and um, all the women who are being depicted are different. There's a lot of different interesting storylines so far and I'm, I'm i'm willing to watch the rest of the show so that's kind of what's going on with me glow um also my mom she still watches wrestling like to this day and it's always been kind of like a um kind of a um feature uh, a uh, not a feature but a kind of a um structure in our in my upbringing like i remember watching wrestling as a kid like bret hart and you know, um, Huck Hogan before he had that whole sex scandal videotape thing with Gawker, you know, and all, and like Macho Man and <laughs> The Undertaker and all these like classic wrestling personas. And um, I didn't really, I didn't really know much about the 1980s show with women. So it's kind of fascinating seeing all this very ridiculous kind of acting and faux wrestling being brought to by women. So. Uh, yeah, that's my call out this week is Glow on Netflix. What about you, James? Dope. Dope. Yeah, I was actually thinking about checking this show out. Yeah, it's, well, and it's, it's, it's good well, to know. Yeah, it's, it's well done, I think. I think the writing's really good. Cool. Um, so I'm giving a shout out this week to my primary care doctor. Um, and the reason why I'm PCP. giving her a shout out. <laughs> hey. I felt mis- mis- mischievous. Um, <laughs> I'm giving a shout out to her because like... Um, you know, because I'm moving, I'm having to like rebuild everything. So I need to get myself like a new primary care and need to get myself a new therapist. And I'm trying to knock off everything one at a time. So I found found a new primary care doctor. She is dope as fuck. And like she's also like 
don't know. She like I feel like I have the coolest doctor in the world. Like I tell like I tell everybody about her. She has like purple hair. She has tattoos. <gasps> oh my and, god! And she like believes in intuitive um, in like the intuitive eating, which I subscribe by. Are you familiar with intuitive eating, Cher? Yeah, I'm familiar with it. Yeah, so if for people that don't know, and you should really actually consider going deep back in the uh, open-ended archives, uh, we talked to Rachel Adams of we did. Delicious, and we talked about this. There's this great nutritionist named Ellen Statter who has this like program called like Learn to Eat, like teaching women who have had this and men, everyone, um, how to like literally like reconnect with their bodies because we have metabolisms that like our bodies evolved over millennium to tell us you know we didn't have little apps in our pocket to tell us like okay i need to eat you know 500 more calories and i need it to be like 60 percent protein or whatever so our bodies evolved metabolisms to tell us how much we need to eat and what we need to be eating so intuitive eating is um it's it's an anti-diet um like it goes against diet culture which I'm all for. And it pretty much makes you make sure you, f- you focus more on yourself. You you eat what you want, but you eat when like you, you're trying to erase um, emotional eating and um, and like rethinking food as like this is a thing that we all need to eat. There's no such thing as a bad food. Um, like I also, again, like highly recommending listening to the Everybody podcast. It, it's um, two separate words, Everybody. It's like a body positivity show. Um, but she she subscribed to that. She like got me in touch with a really great nutrit- nutritionist. I had a bad experience with like a first person who I tried to see out here in New York. Um, and she was great. Like uh, she gave me like some book recommendations and she was just really cool. Um, and I felt good. Like I like it was like a good way to start off my week. Um, and so, yeah, shout out to my primary care. Nice. Episode 93. Hey, we did it. Hey, 93. 93 till infinity. Oh my God. Wow. We're, we're getting so close. Oh man. I know. Like, wow. We've come so far, man. Like, honestly, like sometimes I like so listen to the show. It's like, we've, we're doing it. Like, <laughs> we've come so far. I don't know. It yeah, just makes me happy every time I get to talk to you on, on the tape. And on the tape. And just record. And yeah. Yeah, and talk about whatever weird shit's going through our heads at the moment. <laughs> I know, I know. Because like, I, I guess know. it's such a it's such a it's such a freeing thing. Um, it's not you know, there's no real bogged down script I have to be assigned to, or you know, I can just. It's nice. It's like a freedom that I don't really get in other places. So I don't know. Yes. Thanks for that. Oh, thank you, friend. Thank you, friend. That means a lot. Yeah. So this episode was produced by me, Cher Vincent, and James. I did all the sound design, and it's been really fun. You can follow us at Twitter at OpenEndedFM, or you can use the hashtag OpenEnded for any concerns or questions you might have, or you just want to holler at us with 140 characters or less. Yeah, and you can do that by um, adding me at underscore James T. Green. Or you can follow me at Cher Musings. 
so if you want to like help out the show uh it really 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 helps so do that by like giving us a review over on apple podcasts give us a five-star rating that's how people like get to know about the show and that's how we get to go into other people's uh like rankings and all that fun shit or if you don't have like an apple device you can like go to pocket cast you can use uh well, Overcast is an Apple-only app, but like, if, like, just just wherever you listen to your shows, just like, tell people about it. Send a tweet, send a message, like, text your person, like, any any little bit helps. Absolutely, and if you have any change in your pocket that you don't mind parting with, you can send us a donation. You can go to openended.fm slash donate, or go to our Patreon page, which still exists at open at patreon.com. Oh, really? Yep patreon.com slash open-ended let's get that started again so that's patreon.com slash open-ended and last but not least we are a proud member of two networks post loudness which is a collective of independent audio shows hosted by people of color women and queer identified hosts and cpc chicago podcast co-op home of the very best chicago-based podcasts yep so we'll be back next week but until next time keep things open-ended Loudness.